This is Sports 845, January 19th, the day before the presidential inauguration tomorrow in Washington. I'm sure that'll go without a hitch. We had a few major stories sports-wise this week. We're going to go over all of them. Um, just to give you an idea of some of the things that went on, DJ LeMahieu, Yankee fans can relax. DJ LeMahieu is back in pinstripes. They went out. They also got Corey Kluber. We'll talk about that. Uh, Drew Brees may have played his final game in the NFL, and we'll talk about Drew Brees. Uh, the Nets mortgaged their entire future for one player, for James Harden. We'll talk about that. Uh, college basketball. You know, they've had a few postponements, but it's still going. Uh, we have the NFL, the conference championship set up. The Mets fired uh, Jared Porter, their general manager, who was uh, 37 days into the job, I believe. Jesus. Last year, they fired their manager, who was 60 days into the job. So Porter fired before he ever is the GM for a real game. Beltran fired before he ever manages a, a, a game. And, you know, the Mets have a zero tolerance policy. At Sports 845, I want to be clear, we have like a 50% tolerance policy. <laughs> to my left, the legendary uh, coach, Dick O'Neill, who now holds a three-game lead in our NFL Locks of the Week with three games to play. He's pretty much shored that up. To my right, Tom Giordano and our crack producer, Thomas Giordano. I am Darren Kunis, and we're going to talk sports. You know, in talking sports, and it's been a sad year for, for many things, but I just got some news. And if I told you, name this guy, with all the great pitchers the Dodgers have had over the years, in the many years, Koufax and Drysdale and Fernando Hershiser. and Kershaw and Hershiser and all these guys. Nuka, Erskine. There you go. This guy had the most wins, most strikeouts, Pitched the most innings, most shutouts, and started the most game for the Dodge, most games ever in the history of the Dodgers. Who is it? Don Sutton. Don Sutton. Very good. Don Sutton good. unfortunately passed away oh, did, oh. this afternoon. Don Sutton, a Hall of Famer, went on to win 324 games, I believe, in his major league career. But I would have never guessed that Sutton I never looked at Sutton as one of the all-time greats. But, uh, you know, we just mentioned this list, and he's first in all those things. You know, but a lot of people never mentioned him in Hall of Fame lists, and I never understood why. You know, he had all the condensers, 320. No, the definitely. Dodgers were always involved in playoff situations. He was a big game pitcher. Uh, 320, a long time. He took the ball every five days. You know, I don't, I don't understand he, he that. always kind of sat there. Like, he, he was a number one yeah. at points in his career. Mm -hmm. right? You always looked at him more like a number two, right? And you don't think of guys who are number twos as lock hall of famers, yep. right? Like a Steve Carlton, right? Even when you talk about Tom Seaver, and then you look at a John Matlack or a Jerry Kuzman mm -hmm. on that staff, they weren't hall of famers, obviously, but very good. John Matlack was a very good pitcher. Mm -hmm. It could have been a number one at points in his career. Kuzman, it, especially. Kuzman was phenomenal. Don't forget, you talked about Colton. Colton doesn't have the numbers that Sutton has, I don't believe. Uh, I don't know where I he is. I, 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 I think, think so. Colton, I'm sure, has more strikeouts. The strikeouts were very Probably high, pitched yeah. on some pretty crappy teams, like, oh, no, like no, Seaver did. No, but, and he no had question. that 27 yeah, yeah. wins. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, Don Sutton passes away. Terrible. Uh, hey, it's, Hall of Famers have passed it, away it, like It's a bad to be a Hall of Fame pitcher these days. Really? Uh, you Mighty know, Ford, you know, all of them. Seaver, a lot of them. 
Um, let, let's 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 do this first. Let's let's do something real quick here. Let's talk Major League Baseball real quick since we're on with Sutton here. Um, the Yankees get LeMahieu back. I you know as a Met fan there was hope, but I think we all were resigned to the fact LeMahieu was going back to the yeah. Yankees, and I'm glad he did. I would much rather see LeMahieu with the Yankees than I would with the Blue Jays or any other team. Mm-hmm. I wanted him with the Mets, but he's not. Okay. And LeMahieu yeah. will be great. The Yankees signed Corey Kluber. And it's amazing how you could put a positive spin on things. Glass is half full. You look at Twitter, because that's where you look all the time. And the Yankees are now, we have, look at this pitching. We have Cole. We have Severino. We have Kluber. We have Montgomery. We have uh, Debbie Garcia. And they're making it sound like it's the greatest staff in the world. But the other side of the coin is, the reason you have Kluber is because 28 teams, not many teams wanted him. He hasn't pitched in a game in two years. Right. Um, Severino hasn't pitched a game in two years. He's potential. Debbie Garcia showed you something. You like him, but he's not a he's not a two. Right, he's not a proven commodity. Correct. And Jordan Montgomery threw a few innings last year and was, was okay. The Yankees still need pitching. Now, if, if I said to you, you could have – I'm looking at this now as a Met fan, and, yeah, I would have – touted Kluber and said lightning in a bottle. But the Mets, for the Mets, it would have been a luxury. For the Yankees, they need a necessity. I would have gone out and looked at Paxton. I would have shored up Tanaka well before I took a flyer with Kluber. And now, if I'm the Mets, probably gone now. Yeah. They're not gonna sign now, if I'm the Mets, I would, have rather, I would rather take a flyer. First of all, I'd rather have James Paxton. That'd be fine with me. But if As I'm opposed the, to Tanaka? No. Oh, okay. I'm, right. I think Tanaka's probably going to retire or go to Japan. And probably go back oh, to yeah. Japan. I do. Okay. Right. But I'm talking about players that are, I think are available. And let's look at the older guys. John Lester, um, Corey Kluber, and Jake Arietta. Arietta's still on the market. Yeah. I would take Arietta before I took those guys. Yeah. I, I really I mean, would. Now, I take Paxton over Arietta. Yeah. I mean, unless someone knows something – who, you know, that he's got an arm problem or some kind of shoulder problem. Why why aren't people going after him unless the money, you know, he probably wants a lot of money. Oh, I don't know if he wants a lot of money, but I do expect the Mets to sign Brad Hand. I do expect George Springer. And I think they, they James Paxton could be in play. Do you think Springer's in I do think Springer's I, going I to be in away from what you're talking about, but you think Springer's still in play? Absolutely. Sounds like he's going after Toronto. Like you know, and, and let, let me, you know, I was thinking about this the other night. When you look at the Mets and the Mets payroll, obviously they make the move for Lindor. I don't think any of us think it's for one year. They're going to sign him to an extension. I mean, you make that kind of move, you got to hope that you can yeah. lock him down. Yeah. Yes. So he's going to be $300 million. You're You're going to have to re-sign Syndergaard. I mean, he's due soon for his free agency. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, you let Wheeler go, so you got to keep Cinder. Now, here's where this this horrific trade, and you got Cano, not next year, but the year after. You owe him forty million still. You look at this Diaz trade, the first move that Brody Van Wagenen made, and this is going to come. The trade that he made could cost you George Springer, because not included in that list I just gave is. You're going to have to – if you sign Springer, it's going to be $100 million. My point is this. If you had Jared Kelenic on this team still, and Baseball America came out with their top 100 prospects, he's number four. He's an outfielder. Very similar game to Conforto. 
you could sign all these guys and it doesn't matter because you let Conforto walk. Right. You don't want him, but you let him walk. And Kellenic just goes and takes his place. That's the trade that could keep on. You're talking about paying Bonilla till he's 60. This Diaz-Cano trade for Kellenic could be one of the worst moves the Mets ever made because it could cost him George Springer too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now they don't have to pay Cano because no, it's on him this year. But they still own yeah. two years at twenty, yeah. at forty, two, um, two, two years, mean, twenty million. What they got to hope for is something with him comes up that he cannot. Play. Maybe they take Arenado and they give in, and and the Rockies agree they'd rather pay forty million to Cano and or something. Who right. knows? But that's a that's a problem. And the point is that one single trade. You look at baseball trades in a vacuum, and you can't because. You have to wait and see. We Right now, prospect is called the prospect. In two years, prospect could be called Mike Trout. You don't know. Back to the Yankees. I saw Yankee fans clamoring, bring back Brett Gardner. One year, 10 million, lefty, bring him back. Gardner was a very good player for the Yankees. I cannot believe Yankee fans are not all over Eddie Rosario. I mentioned him last week when Golden was here. Look at Rosario's numbers. He's a lefty. His swing is made for that stadium on a 162-game season. The guy averages 30 and 90, and he's 29 years old. I can't believe not only the Yankees, but a team hasn't picked him up. You got, I mean, any comments on Rosario? You know what? Maybe he wants to play every day, and the Yankees can't guarantee that? I don't I really, you know. I have never followed him that close. Though. Neither I, did I. I'm looking I at numbers. I brought him up the other day. I was like, Jesus, I don't know that much about him. I've heard that much about him. I just, uh, but if he throws up 30 and, and 90, yeah, I mean, what team in baseball can use him? You well, know, if you look yeah. at it that way. I mean, you could plug him into yeah, every really, lineup in the. Really. In, in, yeah, and the Twins hopefully. just released him. I don't know why. Maybe Thomas can find out what's the story. Give us Rosario's numbers when you get a chance. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm very surprised by it. I really am. Um, Nolan Arenado is still a member of the Colorado Rockies. It looks like if they do move him, it could be the Cardinals. Obviously, the Mets are in play there, yeah. too. But, you know, we'll see what happens. And the thing that Major League Baseball is doing right now, which I find amazing, you are three weeks from spring training, three weeks from your roster, and we still don't know if there's a designated hitter. Right. That's... How are they doing that to Nelson Cruz, to even Rosario, to Marcelo Zuna? There was an article in the paper, and they did, they, you know, they, they talked about it like, uh, well, we're going to use rosin or some, you know, it was like a, a, like a, a small object. And that seems like that maybe ought to be maybe one of their major topics, no? I couldn't agree more. I don't see how yeah. we're going into the major league baseball season, and we don't know the rules. Yeah. You're an owner. You, you go to uh, the, the GM meetings, yeah. and we don't know the damn rules. Well, and here's the thing. where With basketball, one player could change the thing. That's a big move for some teams. That could be a huge move or affect how teams are looked at by just without adding or losing a player just by making the rule. Even look, the Mets, for look, instance. I was going to tell you, Mets, look instance. at the Mets exactly. Right. The Mets want Dom Smith's bat right. in the lineup, right. and Every they'd rather right. have him at first base. Right. If there's no DH, Don Smith has to play left field. Right. And if there is a DH, then the Mets are perfect. Right. Smith goes to first, and Alonzo's your right. DH. And they alternate there. When, and what's his name in the outfield? Uh, JD. Yeah. 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 Now, now he has right. so many options. What'd that. you find out on Rosario? What's his stats? He's uh, for his career. I mean, the whole time, obviously. Uh, 162 game season. What do you got? 2019. 2019. 
His well, last short. No, 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 that was a real no, season. No, 2019 was was the was real the last, last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was real. What do you got? How many home runs did the guy hit? Home runs he's got. He hit uh, 32. 32 in home runs. How many RBIs? 107. 107 RBIs, and he's 28 years old. Yeah, which is uh, how this guy was just, and he was making nine million a year, and they just said we're not gonna, we're not gonna. Well, then why are, are the Mets not showing an interest? Because uh, I don't think the Mets. I think the Mets want a righty, and I think the Mets would rather have Springer. And for all I know, he's a terrible outfielder. I don't know, but yeah, I mean he's a left fielder. He's... Uh, again, that's where the DH could affect. That of course, kind of a signing. Of right? course, right? Because you bring this guy, right. and he can play the outfield. Right. And he plays on the first base, I think. I read somewhere, too. And then, then yeah, he's a lefty, yeah. and then he DHs for you. So, yeah, yeah. DH hurts a guy like that. And, and I don't think he's going to cost that much money. No, it's not. No. Now, the Mets, they uh, fired their GM. We talked about that. Yeah. And, honestly, he should have been fired. Yeah. You, I mean, he should have been yeah. fired. Yeah. I mean, I 63 unanswered texts. Then he gets more vulgar. And this guy made a, a mistake. 63 times. And uh, it's, I mean, the Mets, I don't really think it's embarrassing for the Mets. The guy was the GM uh, with the Diamondbacks last year. Yeah. They missed it too. Right. It and took a reporter. In 2015. Yeah. It's, it, you know, with the Cubs. Yeah. It took a reporter to find it. The Mets found out about it and fired him nine hours later. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, the Mets did what they had to do. So they, they it looks like Zach there. Scott may come up. I don't think, in according to all reports, it's not going to slow them down in any moves they were making or anything like that. No, because Zach Scott, and Scott that, was the assistant GM. And Sandy's there anyway. And, and all the right. there. So. Yeah. So that's it really on baseball. Um, the, I guess the biggest news is LeMahieu back. And, uh, you know, we all said it. I'm glad he's back. Well, yeah, the, Mets, got, the Mets did pick up another pitcher this week. Yes, a lefty. Yeah. Joey, uh, Joey Lucchese. Joey Lucchese. Yeah. He's, you know, he hasn't – they. He's a four or five starter. He'll compete with Matt and Peterson. It's potential. The, yeah. And he's a lefty and, and he's a, a big tall kid, and that's that's right. Fine. We'll see what he brings to the table. Yeah. But they didn't give away anything for I mean nothing major. Right. So it's a good know, move by them. Other than other than LeMay, baseball's been really quiet here. We, we you know, in the last ten days. Well, look so. who you got out there. You still got Springer. You got Trevor Bauer, yeah. who's now back to I'll take a one year deal. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of these guys are out of play for the Mets. Or, or the Yankees. Look, you got Bauer, you got LeMahieu, you got Springer, and you got a host of guys on the trade on the trade like, block. Gregorius is there. Yeah. there. I, I think with everything going on in the world, right, with the, yeah. with the COVID yeah. and the possibilities of shutting down and stuff like that, yeah. people are a little leery about spending a ton of money. You have that going on. You have the uncertain DH situation, which now you don't know, do I want to pick just, up? Yeah. yeah. And so, tell you, look at the Blue Jays. Here's where I think every team has a big advantage over the Blue Jays. Not only do the Blue Jays, like every other team, not know if there's going to be a DH, yeah. but you go sign with the Blue Jays. You know, a guy gets a guy signs oh, to a team. Correct. We're moving our family there. You don't even know where the hell you're playing. Yeah, right, right. Cavaliers. Were you playing in Texas or something? Yeah. Right? Last year they played in Buffalo. Right. I mean, does Springer really want to play in a minor league ballpark in Buffalo or possibly in Tampa? Right. Or 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 who the hell Phoenix? Nobody knows. Yeah. That, and that's the that's the issue. These guys, they don't want to. They don't want to lay out the yeah, money on, on unknown. Three, but it's still three short weeks to uh, right. spring training. We have to. We'll have some training. answers soon. Yeah. Let's go right to the NFL, and we'll talk about Mahomes in a second. But I want to. I want to talk about one thing. The Saints played the the Bucks last week, and I bet the Saints. And I'm telling you, the God's honest truth. Three minutes into the game, I called my buddy who I went partners with. 
And I said, we got a problem here. He said, why? I know we're missing. We're getting field goals instead yeah. of touchdowns. I said, if Drew Brees was a golfer, he'd have the yips. Yeah. It looks like he was aiming the ball from the beginning. He couldn't throw the ball more than 20 mm-hmm. yards. Yeah. And Taysom Hill probably would have been in that game. Right. Brees, I don't know if it's the injuries. I don't know if it's his age. I don't know what it is. But Brees could not throw the ball. He was missing guys awful. Now, with that said about Drew Brees, let's just recap his, his career because it's pretty amazing. And here's the question I'm going to ask you guys. And I didn't give you time to think about it. You talk about all these, and Brees is a Lock Hall of Famer. Lock. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You talk about guys that were Lock Hall of Famers, Favre, Marino, Elway, Montana, um, um, Aaron Rodgers, Eli even, uh, Peyton Manning, all these, Bart Starr. Give me the best player that Drew Brees played with. Drew Brees was always the best player on his team. Drew Brees, I don't think, ever played with a Hall of Famer. Drew Brees, offensively, was the best player on his team. That's how good Brees was. Well, I think what's – In San Diego, he played with uh, – San Diego, Diego don't count. He was there for five years, yeah. and he didn't do anything. His record – let me give you this. Drew Brees came into the league in 2001, played five years with the Chargers, really four and a half year, years. Basically a 500 quarterback, 30, and, 20, 30 and 28. Yeah. Yeah. Gets traded to the Saints, who were the Aints. I mean, the, the Archie Manning right. days. Nobody ever heard of the Saints. Yeah. The Saints, brown bags over your head. And Drew Brees absolutely changed that culture immediately. Brees goes 142 and 86. The Saints make the playoffs and he gets there in 06. They make the playoffs his first year. Go to the playoffs in 2009, 2010, 11, 13, 17, 18, 19, and this year. He's a 13-time Pro Bowler. He was the MVP of the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, where he went 32 of 39 for 300 yards and oh, two yeah, touchdowns. Awesome. In his MVP season, he completed almost 75% of the passes he threw as a quarterback. He's the all-time passing leader, at least for another week, over Tom Brady, with 80,000-plus yards. He has thrown 571 touchdowns and only 243 INTs, and he has a 99-passer ranking rating. Who's the ba- – Drew Brees – you know, if I say to you, Montana – Young Thomas is going to go, he had Rice, he had this, he had that. Michael Thomas is good. He's been there for a few years. Give me the guy on the Saints. Drew, my point is, that's how good Drew Brees was. And he changed the position. He came into the league. He's five foot eleven. you know, small little guy. And he just never had any great player. My point is, Brees was always the best player on the field. I mean, you got an hour to think about it. It's, you know, it's hard, it's hard you can Google it because I'd really like to know the answer. But all these guys. Quinn Early. Kamara now. Yes, now. Now he has Alvin Kamara. But before that, Drew Brees, my point is this, didn't have that guy that you said, oh, yeah, well, he had him. He had him. Right. You know, Rodgers has had a host of great receivers, running backs. Yeah. All these guys do. Drew Brees hasn't. No, you listen. Yeah, I, 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 you have to go back to Ladainian Tomlinson with the Chargers yeah, but he in his early right part of his career, uh, and that was nothing to find. Yeah, he wasn't Drew Brees then. And by the way, Brees, out of high school, two college offers: a full ride to Purdue and three quarters to Kentucky. He was too small and didn't have any arm strength. That was the knock on him. Yeah. But we well, all he's like, only 5'11", right? And, and especially then coming out of yeah. college. You know, and they you know, you to make him 6'1 on Sunday. I yeah. said 6'1", my age. Yeah. 
the, the point, I mean, we all agree Drew Brees is going to Canton the first. Absolutely. I mean, he is. You didn't even have to go over those. No. He's trotting in. Yeah. yeah. And and really never played with a great player. Mm. Drew Brees had to do it on his own. No. He made guys great. Yeah. Now, so the Saints lose. The Bucks win. Brady, it was Brady versus Brees. It turned out to be Devon White. Devin White was absolutely a monster. The linebacker for Tampa, Tommy, would you agree the linebacker? White was the best player on the field. Oh, he was all over the place. I he mean, playing like a monster. He won that game for the Bucs. Yeah. It wasn't, it was billed as Breeze versus Brady, but it was it was White who won that game. He's, yeah. he, if he stays healthy, he's going to be a game record for a long time. Yeah, he was very impressive yes. and yes. consistent. Yes. Now, um, let's talk Bucks Packers. Tommy, break it down. Tampa played them. They beat them 38-10 to 10 early in the year. It, this is another wonderful matchup, the old Tom Brady versus, you know, people yeah, forget I mean, Aaron Rodgers you, is 37. You the, right. You had the early game. Uh, New, uh, Green Bay was banged up. Okay. Right? So you had Devonta Adams was coming off that three-game stretch where he was injured. He was just coming back. They did not look sharp. They weren't clicking yet. The running game hadn't clicked. Right? They hadn't, uh, you know, you had – now you have two good Aarons on the field yeah. for them, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the running game hadn't started clicking yet. That started clicking for Green Bay around game nine, yeah. week nine, week ten. Yeah. Um, which now it's and listen, and, and, they're, the they're their, and the rest of their receivers have come of age in the last eight or nine games. Yeah, he's starting to find guys that he's Scan, comfortable with. Now Scan will bury them guys. Yes. Absolutely. Um, early, and Tom Brady was on top of his game that night. Uh, the defense played very well, and they were very sporadic. Tampa Bay's defense was sporadic all season long. Mm-hmm. They have shown up in the playoffs a little bit. So well, they look pretty good. Yeah, they they look solid these first two weeks of the playoffs. Granted, they did play Washington, but you know, it, hey, a win's a win. And when you have the greatest quarterback to play the game ever, yeah. and probably the, in, especially in the Super Bowl era, yeah, right. right? I mean, this guy has been to what is this going to be now? You don't. There's another guy. You don't this is his no 14, stats 14, right? 14, no. yeah, yeah. Tom Brady's right. in, and that's the way it is. Fourteen yeah. no stats. championship yeah. game. Just six yeah. rings and let it go. Exactly. Let it go. Fourteenth championship game. Yeah. yeah. So he's seen it all. He's done it all. Yeah. He seems to, you know. I watch him play. He's still very good. Is he Tom Brady from four years ago? Probably not. But he's forty years old. But he could still make the big throw when he has to. The man keeps himself in phenomenal condition. Uh, I don't think that's an issue. But at 40 when years you old. look at him, he doesn't look near his age. No, probably. no. He looks really Same young. as you. Same yeah. as you, Dick. Pretty much. <laughs> so Pretty much. people yeah. don't understand it. Tom Brady and Dick O'Neill are the same age. And I think right now, Aaron Rodgers is playing at another level as opposed to everybody else. As well as Brady's playing, Aaron Rodgers is playing at another level. And it's not so much the physical. You know, we've always known he could do the physical stuff. I think he's to the point where very much like Tom Brady – they don't make those mental, those big mental mistakes like Brees. Yeah. The other night, three picks. Yeah, you know, and that's always been the knock on Drew Brees. That that little bit, that mental mistake that he will make a mistake in the big spot, where Brady and Rodgers have seemed to stay away from. And that. Brady capitalizes on those things when they happen against you know. Right, yeah, he loves no Tommy, it's like, uh, he'll take it around with like sure. blood in the water. Yeah, he's yeah. a shark. Tommy, who do you like in the game? So, you know, I, I mean, I've been touting Tampa Bay the whole time. It's going to be really tough to go up to Green Bay. Green Bay is cold, a three-point favorite. It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet. Brady was just quoted as saying, 
I don't ever want to move back to the Northeast. Yeah. I'm enjoying myself down here in the Tampa sun. Um, but with that said, I just really like the I'll way. Against yeah, yeah, I love the way Tampa Bay's playing. Think of the reward Tampa has so, also. A win and they go home. They go home to play in their home stadium. It's happened eight times that a team has made the playoffs, at, that their the Super Bowl was going to be played in their stadium, yeah. and that no one's ever made it. Zero. Zero. I think we might see it this yeah. time around. So you but, like Tampa plus the three. I like I mean, Tampa plus the three. Don't you think that game didn't turn on Cook's fumble? Absolutely it did. That, 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 Not through the end zone. If they score there, that game has a completely different complexion. Absolutely yeah, it a does. A completely different right. complexion. Absolutely. If they can play a little more different. They can go to Camara a little more as opposed to having to put the ball in the air that many times. Yeah. Dick and I will do our picks later, but I, I'm – Tommy – you like you like Tampa in that game. I, I think it's going to be a great game. Now, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. And and, and any minute, listen, Green Bay can come out and blow them out. They can blow them out of the water, right? If Aaron Rodgers is having one of those nights where he just comes out and doesn't make a mistake and he's just clicking on all cylinders, they could blow him out. I just don't see that happening. I just I think Tampa is a team of destiny. I think Tom Brady's always just had so many things going for him, and the guy finds a way. He finds a way, and he elevates. This is the difference, I think, yeah. between Tom Brady and everybody else in the league. He takes his teammates to a whole nother level. But so right now is Rodgers. No, on the offense, yeah. I agree. Don't, Listen, he's playing he's, uh, football. You got, you, got a, you got great quarterback playing the playoffs right now. And the now. thing oh, of yeah. it is, the thing about Rodgers, and I've become a little more aware of, of quarterback fundamentals since my grandson, that kind of – not so much that, but he does everything wrong. I mean, he throws off the wrong feet. He, you know, he does so many damn things wrong. Yeah, mechanically, yeah, that, you wouldn't teach it. No, no exactly. But he makes all the right plays. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Bills, Chiefs. Exactly. I think Mahomes is going to play. I tell you, I did not see the play when it happened live, and everybody's talking Mahomes out, Mahomes out. I, I go home, I watch the video. It didn't look like a terrible hit. Well, now you're hearing that's neck. And if you watch right. the video, and that's when we were watching yeah. it, and I, saw I mean, the, there's been no confirmed concussion. No, they're saying a neck injury now. So. You know, that could have been a really bad stinger. It looked to me like there was a shoulder impact. And if you watch as he goes over the pile and he goes over the defender, his the, his forehead, Mahomes' forehead, kind of crashes into the ground and it looks like his neck gets jammed. I don't think it was so much the head as he took that impact on the shoulder. He was definitely then, dizzy. Yeah. And, hey, listen, you get, you get that stinger in the neck. Oh, yeah. I, and you come up out of that pile with that stinger. And, and, and I think it's more than that. Even though his head hit a little bit, I don't think it was enough there that could create that kind of a concussion. Right. Although when they tried to get him up, that was a whole other story. Yeah, he was right? a little wobbly. And, yeah. and from just a, coming out as being a player recently and yeah. how trainers go about it, they're yeah. quick to diagnose. Say, okay, yeah. head injury, we're yeah. going to call it a concussion. Yeah. Now I see both sides. Are they walking back the concussion and saying, "Oh, it was just a pinch nerve in right. the neck, so yeah. we can play on Sunday"? Well, there's or no is it rule. Actually, why well, every, con every no every concussion protocol? is treated differently. Right, right. They, I mean, he he was taken into the locker room yeah. with the neurologist, right. and there he's answered some questions. They're evaluating him. They made the decision not to put him back in the game. So they obviously saw something that they didn't like. Now, whether it was neck well, or head. That's he the, took him down strictly by his neck, and that was that was serious yeah. just in itself, yeah. just from the look of it. Just from the so, look of it. So Josh Allen and the Bills, I mean the Bills defense, the Bills mafia, the, the country's rooting for the Bills, except for in Green Bay and yeah. in uh, 
<laughs> and in uh, Tampa yeah, and Kansas City. City. I mean, everybody else wants to grab a table and jump through it. Yeah. Josh Allen is playing very good. The defense was terrific. The game plan was very good. The Bills look good. Now they go to Kansas City. Let's assume Mahomes is playing. Do the Bills have a shot of winning that game against the healthy Mahomes? Not if they run six times. I mean, I, I think if, if Mahomes is healthy, that Kansas City will be too much for them. I think in, too many in Arrowhead, in Arrowhead uh, you know, they, I just don't see – the matchups just don't don't bode well for they for the played. Bills. They played earlier in the year. The Bills lost 26-17, I believe. And it wasn't that close. They scored late. Okay. They scored late. I – now, with that said, the Bills, uh, Mahomes isn't healthy. No matter how you want to slice it, whether he plays or not, he's not healthy. So that gives the Bills a fighting chance now. You know, even Mahomes at 70% or 80%, that's not good enough to beat the Bills. The Bills are playing at a very high level. And Allen's a good quarterback. Stephon Diggs has done unbelievable things. I mean, that, that, that was the, that's the move of the, of the century for, for Bills fans, right? I mean... You went from a team that was looking like they were going to be a decent team, potentially a, a perennial playoff team with Jared Allen if he kept developing. You bring on Stefan Diggs, and he changed everything. But here's the thing, Tommy. I don't care what sport you play. You, I, As a coach, I try to take away the team's best option. If that means I had to put three guys on you, that's what I'm doing. Let me, them other guys beat me. Someone else has got to be. Show, show me yeah. who can beat me. Show me. And how, like, Devontae Smith and Diggs – they're so open that it's – I don't know how the hell that happens. I I don't know how it happens. I, I think, you know, I, I think teams get into it where they're saying, this is what we do. Yeah. And, and and that's another that's another philosophy, right, Dick? This is what I do. Right. And I'm going to do what I do and you need to beat me. Yeah, and I'm going to do it better than you do. That's what it is. Yeah, I understand that and agree with that. Right. You know, yeah. Right. You're not going to get away from what you do. We're just going to try and do better. That's Absolutely. All. If the Bills could shut down Patrick Holmes, which is a huge if, Tommy, huge. Pat, what what do the Bills need to do to win this game? Control the clock? Is this like the Broncos Giants Super Bowl? What are the what are what's the Bills game? I mean, anytime going you in? play the Chiefs, you pretty much need to control the clock, right? I mean, you don't want to get so they have to. They're gonna have like Dick said, they can't throw the ball. They're gonna have to develop a run game. I mean, against you can the throw Chiefs. the ball, but you, you gotta run. You gotta you gotta run the ball a little bit. You can't run it six times. Um, if the Bills come out and play their brand of football. And which earlier in the year was kind of, you know. I think they had to find their brand of football, which yeah, they did. And, you know, Jared Allen can run the ball a little bit. He's a big guy. You're going to have to get I mean, sorry. Josh, Josh. Allen. I keep saying yeah, Jared he'll Allen. run the ball a lot for yeah, a quarterback. You have to get Josh Allen involved in the Sure you do. Right? Especially in the cold. Yeah. He's a big guy. you got to wear him down a little yeah. bit. Um, the weather, there's a chance of rain in both locations. Um, Snow in Green Bay, rain yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah, so – I mean, the Both weather games are three point. You expect a high scoring game? I mean, mid mid twenties. I think okay. mid twenties. It's not going to be low scoring. I don't. I don't expect a blowout on either side. But you can't, like we said, you can't. I, the Steelers found out you can't throw the ball sixty five times and win a, in the playoffs. Not in the Rarely, NFL. Rarely. Brady may be able to get one of that because that's what Belichick designed. He's the, you know, they run it all one week and pass it all, and you know that kind of thing. But Brady's a whole different horse of a different color. There, you Did know? you have any problem with the referee's decision in the Browns-Bills game with Higgins and the fumble at the goal line? Well, the the, the call was correct that the ball okay. went out of the out, out of the side of the end zone, went through the end zone and out. But, 
So that's the correct call by definition of the rule. Okay. Okay. I did think that he crossed. No, I I, I thought that what they missed was Go the helmet to helmet contact. So did I. The head to helmet contact. He first of all he he launched himself right, and he led with the crown of his helmet. That right there, and there was a there was a side judge and a back judge should have had a pretty Is good. Is that a review. reviewable play? Non-reviewable. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Which, you know, mm-hmm. and I understand. You know, you're in the heat of a moment. That there's a two guys flying down the field, but he did launch himself. He left his feet. He was completely airborne with his head leading the way. That's the issue. All right. You like Tampa in the first game. Who do you like in the second game? I, I like Tampa. Are they gonna, I, they're gonna Tampa's gonna play a home Super Bowl game against who? I think the Buffalo Bills. And it's just because of that pixie dust feeling that the Bills have? I think because Mahomes is hurt. That's okay. why. If Mahomes was healthy and I was sold on Mahomes playing and being 100% healthy, then it would be Kansas City all the way. I just don't think – Chad Henney and an unhealthy camp, uh, Kansas City. Chad Henney's City. not going to get it done. He was pretty gutsy, though, in that game. Great, I was rooting for him. I mean, great play call and he played well. But now you have a week to prepare too, right? You already know what you have with Mahomes. You've played them once before. Now you know what, what they like to do with Henny. What so, his strengths are? Every a, week we find out professional football. If you don't have a competent backup, you have big problems. Look what happened with the Ram, Ravens when Huntley had to come in. You know, he's yeah. been with him three days, three days, and he's into a play in the last quarter of a playoff game. Listen, I've said all yeah. year, yeah. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and I was impressed with their win. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong over the Titans. That was his best game. But – that's really their only big win against the good team. They don't. They do not beat good teams, and Lamar Jackson does not play well against good defenses. I'll tell you what. They got to get him some weapons. You put yeah. Stephon Biggs, the digs on that team, and you'll see a different Lamar okay. Jackson. Yeah. And there's some yeah. guys out there going, you know, coming up there, this year. There's a lot of guys, a lot of free there. agent number right. one wide receivers right. that could help them. And there's a lot of good wide receivers in, in college too. So I'm going to throw a little shameless push. Yeah. So Tim Stremfell, the Middletown football coach, is a huge Buffalo Bills fan. A lot of guys are Buffalo yeah, Bills. They're huge Buffalo Bills, Bills now. They're coming out. Timmy's of been. I'll give Timmy his problem. He's yeah. been a Buffalo Bills fan. Baldock's a big Bills yeah. fan. Yes, too. he is. So I like to break his chops yeah. a little bit. And I was. I've been joking with him that, of course, the Bills are going to make this the fifth Super Bowl, and who are they going to have to face? But none other than Tom Brady. And the only reason they got to that Super Bowl was because Tom Brady left the division, right. and now they're going to lose to Tom Brady anyway. And well, I said, it's all. It's a setup, Timmy. You've been set up. You've been had. Interesting. The Bills you, have been waiting to get rid of Brady. They get rid of him, and now they're going to have to find a way. they have to beat him. That's my call is they have to beat him, and I'm calling Tampa Bay when the Super Bowl. Do you like, all right, let's let's get off the good teams. Let's go to the other teams in the NFL. Um, the Jets made a hire today uh, or the other day. Robert Sala. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on Robert Sala? Mine are I'm, I'm happy with him. I'm happy with him. He seems like a, a general. seems like he's going to uh, – Hold hold their feet to the fire a little bit, and then he's going. I think he's going to be good. He's. I think the hiring of Lafleur, the kid brother, he comes with rave reviews. Uh, Salah, on the other hand, I don't know. Uh, you know, did he hire a defensive coordinator? Do they have one yet? I'm sure he's not going to run the. De- I mean, no. that would be my. But, but what I'm saying, he's going to be a head coach. I think be, he will hire. Yeah, yeah, but he'll be strong on that side of the ball. Absolutely. absolutely. So it'll be someone that he can embrace. Exactly. I, I mean, phenomenal coach. I'm happy. Right? Good young coach. Right. It's a good hire. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we're all happy with the hire. Right. The Jets have the number two pick. Deshaun Watson, 
Mm. Seems like one's out of Houston. Ooh, I'm going to ask you again. That's hairy. I'm going to ask that's you again. <laughs> the the uh, Texans call you up and say, give us the second pick. Yeah. Your first next year. And something else for Deshaun Watson. Now, with that said, here's why I would do it. I would do it because there's such an amount of teams that need quarterback. Mm -hmm. So with my second pick in the draft, if Deshaun Watson's there, I'm taking him. Oh, absolutely. So why not trade the pick for him? And it's a known commodity. And here's what – the picks you trade away for Deshaun Watson, you might be able to – re keep in mind the Jets have 23. You keep 23, and you trade Sam Darnold for – a late second. You could recapture something. And you're going into the season. You have plenty of money to spend. There's no quarterback controversy. No matter who you draft, if it's Wilson or Fields, you're going to have growing pains with a new head coach and a young quarterback. You take Watson, you could be off and running right away. I would make that move. But then you're going to have to really make good moves with your money and with mm -hmm. your other picks because mm -hmm. you're going to put him in the same situation that Donnell's in now, and, well, which is not good. I mean, if you can good. if you can make that deal and hang on yeah. to number twenty three, yeah. then potentially you could get Deshaun Watson and probably pick up like a Najee Harris or one of those guys. They you are know, a, a big time running back at twenty three. Okay, and now you really you just and you you got your at twenty three. You, you could we don't even have to name who you right. You, you, you could get, get a good another player. good player, and then you could trade Darnold. For a, for a late second and pick up another player. But my point is this, and I know you're giving away more than just the number two pick, but oh, if Deshaun yeah. Watson was on the board this year. He'd probably be number one. Not probably. Yeah. Yes. Well, Trevor Lawrence. Right. I still so think Deshaun Watson he yeah. has a proven, you know, is a proven yeah. commodity. And I think just for the Jets, it would be a nice thing to do. I, I If they could get Watson, I think you take him. Well, because I don't, think, I don't think there's any thought to it. I would, okay. I would do, I would yeah. make that move. Well, there's thought to it if you're giving away two twenty-three in next year's. Well, right. I don't think. Yeah. You can, I, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, if you look at the Giants when they when they traded for Eli Manning, right? They gave away the one. They traded. They so they traded away a number one. They traded away uh, Phil Rivers mm -hmm. and the two. So the one next year. And the two that same year. So it was they gave their one and their two from that draft, and the one. Yeah, from the I following mean, there's year. precedent here. So I'm if just, you could, you could, if you can get away with doing something like the Giants did, where you gave away your number yeah, one and your that number two. That was also years ago. Yeah, but I, I think we'd have to look that closer. Be a, that wouldn't be a terrible thing. That wouldn't be a terrible. And for move. the Texans, here's what they get. You know, other than, other than the two Super Bowls, I think San Diego may got the better to deal with. <laughs> Rivers with uh, uh, other with than men. two Super Bowls. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a big. That's a big. That's, <laughs> that's like, a really big thing in the NFL, Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Other than the shooting, how okay. was the right. play? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, listen, for the Texans, they they could look at it as we're getting Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. I mean, anyone they want besides Trevor Lawrence, probably. Yeah, and and we still keep our pick, and you know, and we're off and running. Right, and you get out from under this cloud. Yeah. That's hanging over you right now. With Wait, he's Watson. going somewhere. I think he, so. He can't. He's, I he's can't going see somewhere. He's yeah. going somewhere. He's going somewhere. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm 90% sure he's going somewhere. Because yeah. that's just the way these big guys can do it now. You know, they just demand and demand and demand. And if finally, if he's that unhappy, he's got to go. Yep. You know? Now, the Giants. The Giants, we've talked about it. 
Daniel Jones is the quarterback. Um, they need an edge rusher. They need a wide receiver. We'll get closer to the draft. Jamar Chase, Waddle, Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. if he slips. Those are the three guys. Pitts, if he's there. Those are the four guys I want if I have my choice. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. those guys are all gone, I like the edge rusher from Miami. Um, free agency, I don't know enough to, yet to see who's going to be available. Right, there'll be some, like I said, there's a lot of wide receivers coming available. You know, you got uh, Galloway. You got there's a, there's a ton Alvin of, Robertson, right? There's Robinson, a ton of, Robinson. Ton of number one yeah. receivers yeah. coming available. So the yeah. Giants might be able to find someone there. They could sign someone, uh-huh. which so, you know that'll help out. I the mean, the, listen, the Giants, the expectation next year. They won six this year, win eight next year. I, eight or nine. I think, yeah, I think the expectation I think you have to go for nine. I think the, the expectation is win nine and win the division. Yeah. But right? the good thing, listen, for the Jets, it's a very good thing right now, and for the Texans, that everybody needs a quarterback. A lot of teams need quarterbacks. If you're looking at potentially, if if the way the mock drafts are looking, they're talking about the Panthers are, are thinking about trading up into the top ten, and the Steelers are thinking about trading up into the top ten and to, to get themselves – uh, Roethlisberger's eventual replacement. You potentially have five quarterbacks going in the top ten picks this year in the NFL draft. That is unheard of. Yeah. You think Detroit's going to get one at their pick? Yeah, uh, Detroit. Was, and, then, and like you said, like Dick just said, if they is want, Detroit going to get one? Then you have the other guys that we talked about that may not be there. The Staffords and the Ryans right, that could right. trade teams. I think as of right now, Garoppolo, I think Staff- Garoppolo plans so, on so going back. On him, but, well, I think Garoppolo yeah. could be in play for the Jets because of the relationship with Salah. Yeah. But, but again, those guys that we just mentioned, Ryan, Staff- Ryan yeah. and Stafford, yeah. they're older. Deshaun Watson's probably 26 years 26? old. 26? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Watson, if you, if Watson is gettable obtainable you have to go get you him. have to go get yeah. him. Yeah. i agree i agree i agree you know yeah yeah i mean i'm saying that if i was the giants you have to go get him. yeah even anybody can, even can are you but are you going to give up the two the 23 and a one for next year would you do that for I, watson i wouldn't give up two i wouldn't give up the two and the 23 this i year. give up i give up the two and i give up a one, a one and a two yeah whether it's this year or next year, yeah, okay. year. Right. I would I would yeah. not give up with the idea that you're going to get something back from Donald. Yes. Okay. All yes. Right. Okay. I mean, yes. the only way I give them my two and the twenty-three yeah. is if they give me their first round. Sarah Thomas is going to be the first female to officiate yes, the Super Bowl. I, was just going to I say saw that. that. Very good. Good for Very her. Good. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully, it only took fifty-five years. Hopefully. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, we hear that Sarah Thomas is the first female to officiate a Super Bowl and nothing else after because you don't want to know the officials' names after the games. Yeah. Right. I mean, she's yeah. uh, she's done a great job by all accounts much the last Bowl, few years. I mean, she's been – I believe she's that. been roughly now since 20 – either 16 or 17. She came into – as a full-time. Yeah. She was yeah. part-time prior to that. Um, she got her first playoff game last year. Yeah. And now she, she just got named to the week. Super Bowl. She, just worked, she weekend, worked last weekend. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good. So good for her. You know, we're finishing up the NFL, and we talked about all the positives the Buffalo Bills have for them this year. And you you brought up a good point, how they waited for years to get, you know, for Brady to leave the division. Now in order to win a Super Bowl, they're going to have to potentially go through Tom Brady. Potentially go through Tom Brady. But the negative for the Bills yeah, is because they've been so good is – uh, both offensively and defensively, odds are they're going to lose Frazier and Dayball at the end of the year. Right. Yeah, and that's what happens when you when you yeah. make, have a good run. Yeah, I think Frazier could wind up I, – I, both are going to wind up being head coaches somewhere. I could see Frazier going to the Texans. Yeah, that's a good possibility. Do you think he's going to get a job again right away? 
Who? Leslie Frazier. Yeah. Do you? I do. I do. And you know what? Another reason why? Frazier might satisfy some things of what Deshaun Watson wants. Yeah, if they can hang out. I just, I like like you said, I don't see Deshaun staying in Houston. I think that ship has sailed. I think it's time to move on. They're just looking to get the best deal. But they better pull the trigger because the longer you wait, those deals start to dry oh, yeah, up. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Now, let's go to the NBA. And the big news in the NBA this week was this ridiculous, mind-boggling, monster trade. And let me just give you the trade, in my opinion, and then, Dick, whatever your thoughts oh, are. Man. First of all, the Nets sent Jared Allen, Torian Prince, and Karis LeVert to the Rockets, along with first-round picks in 22, 24, and 26, Potential swaps of first-round picks in 21, 23, 25, and 27. The Rockets then sent Karis LeVert to the uh, Pacers for Victor Oladipo in a trade which I just don't, frankly, understand at all. LeVert signed to a team-friendly contract, and he's actually right now better than Oladipo, and Oladipo's a free agent. So I don't understand what the Rockets did there. Unless they knew something because then he felt free. Right, but I don't think he would I mean, how would they have known right. that? The Nets didn't. But, I mean, what a, think. what a break there. I mean. And the Rockets get Dante Exum from the Cavaliers and a first-round pick. I don't know how the hell the Cavs got involved there, but I don't know what they're gaining out of it. They got maybe, another player, too. For, maybe the Cavs got a pick. No, they got Exum and somebody else. One of the two guys involved. Uh, it, there was a European guy involved from the Nets I didn't mention because oh, okay. I can't say his All name. Right. Yeah, okay. All right. Um. Here's the problem with the trade. Here's the positive with the trade. If the Nets win a championship, and keep in mind, both Harden, or no, both Durant and Irving can opt out, not this year, but after next year. Mm -hmm. If they opt out, it's a disaster. But if the Nets lose in game seven of the NBA Finals the next two years on a buzzer beater that bounces around the rim and falls in and they lose by one point in game seven of the NBA Finals... This trade's a disaster. There's only one way this trade is a positive no, they trade. Have they have to win a championship. And then you could say, all right, we sacrificed them. Not necessarily title. this year, but by next year. This year or next year. Yeah. They have to no, win. Anything short. Look at the pressure now. Anything short of an NBA yeah. title. And this trade, they have mortgaged everything yeah. for this trade. This yeah. is Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett all over again. I, uh, Except I with better players. Right. Now, the positive is Irving's going to be back tonight, tomorrow, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And you have three of the most prolific offensive players in the NBA. Kevin Durant right now is playing better than I've ever seen him play basketball. You have Durant, Harden, who I think was wearing a fat suit, honestly, in, uh, the, in Houston, Houston because he looks so much thinner already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you like the trade? You know what? I, it's I, exciting. I, I, I do, in a sense... Because I watched the Nets the last couple of nights. Now, it was fun they, to watch. They, you ain't kidding. They were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. But I don't know. I got to see how Irving fits into this thing, fits into this whole thing before I make a But if you're asking me about the last two nights, man, it's been terrific. They've been Here's the, Net, here's the Nets roster. Here's their start. Like he may have played his two best games tonight. Yeah, tonight I, yeah. I, love the, yeah. I love the – I love the uniforms. The, yeah, the light green the Derek Coleman. The old Derek Kenny, Coleman. Kenny Anderson. Yeah, a little bit more, a little bit more blue. I don't know what they did to that blue, but it looks mm -hmm. phenomenal. But here's your starting five when all are there: Kyrie Irving and Harden in the backcourt, 
Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Jordan. That's a pretty good five. But DeAndre yeah. Jordan played lights out yeah. last night. Yeah, he's getting a lot of alley-oops and the ball in the right spot. But they gave away some depth. Oh, for sure. No, they, they gave, gave away good young depth. depth. Yeah, yeah, and they, they lost Dinwiddie. Right. But Jeff Green, who, listen, can score on any night. Yeah, he can. Can. Jeff he Green's can. a scorer. Reggie Perry, Landry Shamet, and Tyler Johnson. There's your roster. So it's basically Harden, Irving, Durant, and Harris. What, what's Dinwiddie? Is he, is he going to be back? Gone for the, the year? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not looking at Dinwiddie until no. next year. No. So. Yeah. So, again... If the Nets win an NBA title in the next and two years, make a move it's a win. Before the trade deadline. Yeah, and I mean, there's going to be a couple guys. No, but who, but, but what, what kind of contract can they take on? That's who, the question. Not only that, who are you trading? I don't know. There's no one here you're trading. Maybe you trade your draft choice or something. They don't have it. No, well, <laughs> the only guy they, they could trade is Joe Harris. And they don't need to trade Joe Harris. Remember He's Bradley Beal, right? Yeah, they're not getting anybody. That, no, they don't need another power player. What are you going to do? I'll give you the guy that they could add to their team. You ready? And he would be good for this team. No, they can't get Zach Levine. Money. I'll give you the perfect guy, and you'll say, wow, that's a they good They need call. a backup center because I don't think what's his name is going to be playing in the last eight minutes of games. Here, here's the guy. Two guys, then. Backup center, they could go out and get Tyson Chandler. All right. And the guy they could add, and I expect them to add, is Jamal Crawford. Okay. Those are two guys that you could keep an eye on for the Nets. They're not on anybody's team right now. Well, do they need another jump shooter? Dick, they need depth. They need a depth. I mean, yeah. I mean, the knock here is, is defense. But with that kind of roster, who cares about the If you can't score They're going to win games like they won last night, right, 132 to 130. If you can't score 120, then you you got no shot against these guys. No. Oh, no, I just, hey, look, like I said, they're fun to watch. The only thing that could stop them is Kyrie is Irving's that, mental yeah. ability and some guy getting hurt, and Durant, and Durant getting hurt. Or Harden. Well, yeah. They could survive Harden, I think. I'm not sure they can survive Durant. I mean, not but the they, they right traded now. away everything. Jared Allen was a good player yeah. and getting better. Oh, yeah. And Karis LeVert could – could turn be an all star with Indiana. Could yeah. be an all star with Indiana. As as much as much as you know, we were talking about the Nets. What outside of doing this? When was the last time they won anything? They haven't. They've been to a couple finals, right? Jason Kidd, Kidd, Kittles, you know that crew. Uh, but they brought Vince Carter in, right? They have to win. That's Martin. it. Martin, yeah, Kenny they, Martin. They have to. Win they have to win. Title the it's exciting. Are, or the trades of bust. They, it's and listen. It, it, and they went for. They went for everything. Mm. Right. They're going for broke. They gave away Here, everything. Mm. Chips are all pushed into center. Here we go. We're playing yeah. broke. Give it to me. And you know what's amazing? The Knicks are still the team in the town. Yeah. No matter what the Nets do, and I'm not talking about talent on the the right. Knicks are the mm-hmm. story. The Knicks now. The Knicks are. Well, here's a, let's just go, go back. Ahead. Just go ahead. Real quick. Also. All of a sudden, the Eastern Division in the NBA has gotten a little bit stronger here in the last couple Certainly of years. Has. You know, they've gotten – it wasn't just Cavaliers going to roll over everybody and go to the final every year with a with – No, a, there's with, good young players. The Hawks are exciting. These. Miami, I mean, Milwaukee, Milwaukee yeah. you know, there are there's some – and on, on, a, on nice a rough team. night, Atlanta, Atlanta's got some really, really good young players. Yes. I, I like what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I like what they're doing. Let's go through the NBA. Let's start here with the Knicks. The Knicks are seven and eight. You and I spoke on the phone the other day. Yeah. It's amazing what a good coach could, especially in the NBA, right. can do with a bad team. No question. Because the Knicks have been a bad team with bad coaching. Right now they're a bad team with, with good, good, good coaching. coaching. And 
I'll give you a few examples. Julius Randle turned the ball over every time he touched it last year. He had to be the man. Yeah. Mitchell Robinson got three personal fouls before the anthem was done. Mm-hmm. Barrett was taking threes. There was just nothing that there was being taught. Robinson hasn't fouled out of a game this year since game one, I believe. Julius Randle's not turning the ball over. They're passing the ball well. Austin Rivers is not Jerry West, but he's having his best run in the NBA under Thibodeau. And Julius uh, uh, R.J. Barrett is never going to be a good three-point shooter. No. So what Thibodeau, I watched his press conference after, told him, I don't want you taking threes because his mid-range game is pretty good. Right. And if he can – and his, and his – Free throw percentage went no. from like 60, uh, 58% to 70%, right. 72. All he wants, and it, he said something very interesting, Thibodeau, and you could relate to this. I don't care if shots go in as long as they're the right shots. When you have a bad team, we have to teach them what the right shot is, mm-hmm. what the right pass is. And I think the Knicks are playing fundamentally sound basketball. Just because the ball is not going into the basket doesn't mean they're not yeah. playing well. Yeah. Agree? Yeah, I do. And and they're not the kind of team that should be shooting – what were they, three or six for 36 from threes? Yeah. I, they don't have that kind and that's, of team. That's, that's what drove Tibbs crazy. That's not that kind of team. They're, they're more of a get to the, get it in the lane, get to the rim type team, and that's when they're better off. Mm-hmm. I also think Thibodeau may turn Knox into maybe the player, I don't, you know, maybe not the great Worthy player. Of a ninth pick. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. A, a really helpful player. And you know what's amazing with Knox? You see him playing defense now, yeah. which is something you've never seen yeah. before. He's one of the better defenders. Well, here's the thing. You're either going to play defense for Thibodeau or you're going to be yeah. playing for Atlanta or somebody. You're going to be playing for somebody else other than him. No, the like, Knicks, uh, like Knicks, I, I think said, they're the number one defense yeah. in the league right now, right? They could be. Like I talked to Tommy, I, I, watch, I watch Robinson and I want him to be so good. I want him to go athletically and he's gifted, but he takes two back Two forward and then two back. Two forward and then two back. Uh, it's ama- You know what amazes me with Robinson? As big as he is, and he, he seems very athletic, yeah. it's almost like when you're on the court, you have to say, Mitch, I'm passing to you. Right, right. Because right. When he gets balls fed to him, and it's right. almost like he had no idea right. that would come. He, he just right. never looks right. ready for yeah. the basket. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And when he does have it, it doesn't look like he knows what to do with when he does have right. it, unless he's going to dump. If they can alley-oop to him five or six times a game <laughs> – yeah, you that, get your 10 12. Listen, that's the last game. two games, yeah. Toppins played that played good. He's yeah. played well. Yeah. And the Knicks could could have gotten the steal of the draft in the second round. Thibodeau loves quickly. And a so, lot of a so lot, why. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do. He's uh he's turning into a very good player. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and he he's is. handling the ball and he's making right uh, a lot of good decisions on the court. And he can shoot the three. And he's a good free throw shooter. And he's an excellent free right. throw shooter. Yeah. He's also a very good on ball defender. Yes, he is. He's a good player. They might, you might, he may be the steal of the draft. In this, I'm talking about late, you know, this yeah, second yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LaMelo Ball is playing very well. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a guy that's turned two guys. He's another fun guy to watch. I yeah. hate to say that because I hate his father, but he's a good player. <laughs> I'll give you two guys that are, have taken the leap from very good to stardom Sabonis and Jalen Brown. I, no, no argument here. No argument here. Even the games Indiana loses, so bonus is just you know just twenty-eight start. and fifteen and uh, yeah, hopefully we get five and sixteen and yeah, but, and the NBA is a star-driven league, right? Like, yeah, we talked about that. The, the difference between basketball yeah. and the other sports. Yeah. Only five guys on the court, so one guy really can make. Yeah. Now, when you put three of them together like that, you really can have something yeah. special. 
but one guy can make a difference every and, night. And Miles Turner is playing a lot better for Indiana. It's hurt. So, yeah. Hurt his hand. Yeah. yeah. And uh, listen, the Pelicans are 5-7. and seven. That surprises me a little bit because they've been relatively healthy. Stan Van Gundy might not be the right coach for that team with young guys. Stan Van Gundy's a, like a Tibbs type guy, a hard, probably a hard guy to play for. Doesn't tolerate any yeah, but laziness. If, but if he does be able to stick around, I think they're the kind of team that'll get better at the end of the year. They're one of them teams that, uh, if they could get into that eighth spot, could make it interesting a little bit because of some of the stars they do have. Because who's playing better than Brian England? No, no, very few. You know, the anybody. Uh, the. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, who we have to root against every mm-hmm. night because the Knicks have their pick. They get Porzingis back. Porzingis looked very good the other yeah, night. Yeah, he did. He's a good he, player. Yeah, he is. But very good player. Can I keep him on the floor, though? Well, we'll see. You know? But Doncic is on another level. Yeah. He's out there somewhere. He's something, boy. He he's the something. closest player to Larry Bird I've seen. Not just because he's white, because the way he plays the game. He could do a little bit of everything, and he's not fast. He's not Right. He can't <laughs> jump. He yeah. just does everything he doesn't right. Look overly athletic. I bet if you He's ask them, there. I bet he watched tape of Larry Bird I'm sure growing up because he, if you put number thirty three on his ass, he would look just like him. You he know, does he, just he, like and, and sometimes you watch him like he'll he'll go through a little stretch too yeah. in a game where he just doesn't look really like. No. I'm like, oh, what is he doing out no. there? And then all of a sudden you turn around and like it's halftime and he's got sixteen points. Oh, seven rebounds. I don't six assists. I don't play like, fantasy basketball, but he's got to be a top pick in fantasy. Oh, without he, yeah, he yeah. fills the yeah. stat sheet, and he makes everyone else and around him better. And he steals. He, he's, he's he's a slow, awkward defender, but he's a very good defender. Right. Well, he understands angles. He he, he moves his feet well right. for a big guy. He knows what the passing lanes are. Yeah. He plays bigger than he is. Right. You know that's uh, that's a really important in basketball. Anything really. surprising in the NBA? Uh. Uh, yeah, the Golden State Warriors coming back from 19 down last night mm-hmm. to beat the Lakers. That's yeah. surprising. I think the Spurs have surprised me a little bit. I didn't think they were going to, you know, they're not lighting the league on fire, but they're not going anywhere either. I think they're playing pretty good. I watched them the other night. I thought they did a nice job. He's a great coach, that guy. He's a great coach. Yeah, I'm- Nuggets 6-7, and seven, that surprises me. There's another guy who you don't think could do anything on the basketball court, but Jokic is just oh, a superstar yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. It's like well, it's the European game, right? They, they stress the fundamentals. They learn how to play basketball from an early age. Yeah. And these guys have size. Yeah, you know they're good sized guys, but they they really the, the the European game. In the beginning, everyone used to talk about, well, they'll never be able to come here and mm-hmm. compete athletically. Yeah. And the way the game has morphed yeah. into that outside shooting, work the ball outside in instead of an inside out game. Yeah. It plays to the Europeans. But you also have the have the coach and the kind of team that the coach will let the game go through a big man like that. In other words, Denver plays through Jokic. Right. They play right through Jokic. He's like a point center or whatever, right. you, you know, that kind of thing. And some coaches, that won't happen. They want to get up and down a little bit. Not that Denver might not, but they're better off in that half-court game when they get the ball to him because he makes great decisions. He can shoot. And, and I just uh, – but you have to have a coach that understands that kind of a thing. You know, they, they let the big man play through them. You know, yeah. when they let uh, the Lakers became so much better team when when all of a sudden LeBron became the point guard. Mm-hmm. He was still getting his right. points. Played he was still getting his yeah. rebounds. But now he's getting three or four or five more assists a game, which has been the difference in games. Yeah. You think the Celtics win the Atlantic or the Nets? 
and that's good enough to win that division? They're damn well better. I, I want to see them a little bit more. I want to see them a little bit more. I think I think uh, I think Boston is very good, and I still think I still think Milwaukee is very good too. No, they are very good. I, so. I just if if Durant, Harden, and Kyrie can play, can just stay on the court together and and stay uh, healthy, uh, I don't see how they lose. Uh, I don't see how they're not. Did, the, did they have enough? Let's assume they gel. Could they beat the Lakers and win the NBA Finals? Yes, I, I think so. so. They're damn well better. Well, listen to this. They've got three places to go for points. Not yeah. many teams can do that. They got three places to go. And yeah, but the two, opposing team and has five them, five players they can go against to get points too. Who? The opposing team. Oh no! Because there's a, I tell you, Durant's not a bad defender. No, he he plays all right out there. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna have to see how they relegate time and things. So they, you know, the. Whatever the word is they use. I'll tell you if the Blazers, the Blazers are eight and six, and it seems yeah. like the Blazers every year are this close. Right. You know, they're, yeah. they're they're a player away. Yeah. It's yeah. a shame because I would love to see. Obviously, as a Knicks fan, them mm-hmm. break that up. I would love to end. I'll take Lillard or McCollum. Yeah, because the Knicks are in such desperate need of that point guard. Lillard's kind of wasted his career in Portland. He should have been in some NBA finals. I just think when they got when they lost Aldridge. That, that, you that, know, that was, yeah, I think that really a, hurt. They had no rim protector no, anymore. No, and they also had, there's a guy that can score, rebound, and, mm-hmm. and, and protect the rim. And, and there's not just not, not that many guys that do that, all, all three of those things. Yeah, I mean, Lillard's such an unknown superstar. Yeah. And McCollum in this just plays quietly. And all he believes he went to Lehigh, right? Yeah, and all of a sudden he's got 28, and, you know, like. Where the hell did they come from? Yeah. You know, it's some backcourt. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Anything else in the NBA, Dick? Yeah. Uh, Morant's back. Right. And the Grizzlies are over 500. Right. They've won four or five in a mm-hmm. row. Morant is, it's amazing. The Knicks were one pick away from Morant and one pick away from Steph Curry. Right. Can you imagine that backcourt? Oh, we, we'd, we'd be talking a different uh, tune. Yeah. I would love to see, love to have seen Morant in New York. Uh, I'm just he wondering is a what, superstar. what the Rockets are going to do now. They're I have no idea. Such disarray, and they oh. put that on that first-year coach. Well, they got a lot of picks coming up. They're not going to be worth much yeah. because the Nets are going to be that good. But yeah. uh, man, oh man, I think I think were they all Nets picks or no? Those? They have one. Yeah, pick. they have a couple other ones that might yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot of picks. Yeah, they got a lot of picks. I mean, nothing else. The NBA is just you know pretty much just getting started. If the Knicks could somehow. Hover within three games of five hundred. Yeah. It, it's a, it's fine. Uh, how about you think they're going to survive this long season with, unless it, with, with the, the COVID? COVID? With the See, COVID. and I was just going to mention that. I think like so far the NBA has we'll been okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than you know Kyrie deciding to go to a birthday party and I'll tell you, you know, what, a lot of these teams are playing shorthanded that we're not aware of. When I say yeah, I saw a couple like, with seven or eight guys. Saw yeah. a couple nights there was guys. The benches yeah. were really empty. Yeah. yeah. Talking yeah. about that COVID for one second, yeah. I like Charles Barkley a lot. I do, I, and I think his sound bites are fantastic. Yeah. I think he said something very very dumb the other night. Did you see what he said about the COVID <laughs> thing? No. NBA players, MLB athletes, professional athletes should get the vaccine first because of all the money they make and the taxes they pay. Now, if he would have said this, professional athletes should get the vaccine first because, in my opinion, inter- they're entertainers and it and it makes things easier for people. Absolutely. People that are going to kind of stuck at home. I could have bought into that. 
or if they're playing in close proximity with each it's other. Definitely yeah. better spin than it's a better spin. When than the said, money. When he said because of yeah, all the taxes yeah, they pay. That's, that's, if I'm African American, yeah. I find that to be the most racist comment coming from an African American yeah, guy. Yes, yeah. Because the one percent of professional athletes. You're not going to see a bunch of white millionaires line up and say, we get it first because of the taxes we yeah. pay. I just thought he could have walked that statement back. Yeah. And the other guys on the show were looking at him like, we're not touching this. <laughs> right. No, and potentially right. he had a good point where they, they should have, maybe they should be in line to get it a little earlier right. than most people because it is, it is a source of enjoyment for a lot of people. Right. When you're through the taxes, things are there. bad. Right. Sports have always yeah. been a big part of this country and, and helping this country through tough times. Yep. That would be a legitimate argument. But when you throw yeah. the tax yeah. thing in there, tax it's, thing it's insulting. Yeah. It's insulting. Yeah. Let's move on to college basketball. Uh, really, it's the same thing. It, I, I will tell you this. The team that I love, besides Gonzaga, you and I are on the same page with Texas. They lost last week to Texas Tech. Yeah. What do you think of Mac McClung? Kid that transferred from Georgetown. Was that, that was a great game. It really that was. was. A really good basketball game. It really was. And McClung, I just think he's that kind of player. I love to coach him. I yeah. really love to coach that kid. I mean, I just like some of the things he does. Did you watch the game? Did you watch any of Texas? I didn't get oh, what a good game that was. That he's was a good player. A, yeah, he is a good player. That's a player. good – That's a, and, yeah. and Gonzaga's still number one. Yep. Baylor's still two. Baylor had a big win. Who would they beat? Oklahoma State. Oh, well, yeah, Butler night. had a big night. Yeah. I think he's, oh no no they beat um Kansas maybe Kansas Battle will be Kansas Battle will be Kansas because yeah, yeah. Jared Butler is it's he's only the second player in NCAA history to score thirty points against Kansas yeah. twice okay oh the the Baylor Oklahoma State is this weekend you know that, who the other one is triple header what's the question only Scored. two players in history have scored. 30 points against Kansas two times. Do you know points. who it is? I'll give it to you. Uh, I'll get, can I get two guesses? Yeah, sure. Uh, Wayman Tisdale, Bryant Big Country Reeves. No, no, you're no. going to get overthinking. Um, I was going conference. They would play twice. Uh, Durant. There's the man. Okay. Kevin Durant. All right. I went conference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga, Baylor, Nova, Iowa, Villanova. If, if, Nova, if Nova plays again. Nova plays tonight. Tonight, yeah. Seton Hall, big one yeah. for them. Iowa, Texas, Tennessee, Michigan, Houston, Kansas, Wisconsin. You and I have a bone to pick. You told me we were going to – you you think the Big Ten's the best conference? No, no, I, I, I think they're right there. I think they're right there. Just Well, if you, I, go, I saw, depth, if you go depth-wise and, and, and the amount of teams – I mean, top to bottom. Yeah, I, I think they're – they're, I, I, I enjoyed watching. There were a lot of Big Ten games this weekend. I enjoyed watching. Here's what I'll agree with but, you. These are the most competitive conference. But I don't see a team. Look at their out-of-conference record. I looked it up. They don't beat other teams. from. They don't beat big teams from other conferences. They beat each other. No. They just do. I don't think there's a team in the Big Ten that, that's winning at all. No. I don't think there's a chance. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I was, what, I, Iowa and Michigan are in the top. Are in the top. Yeah, Michigan eight, took a right? bad loss, but they're the only loss. But Iowa looks steady. Yeah, they're uh, going to beat Ohio each other. Ohio State looked really good the other day. I liked Ohio State. Yeah, they're and, five and a half point favorites. Who we thought was going to be good is they're, they're taking they're taking a, a nose dive. Yeah, 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 yeah they they're going backwards. And Michigan State hasn't hasn't stepped up. No, they, no, they're hit or miss every night. Right. Well, I think that. they're going to be all right. Ohio State plays Purdue tonight. Yeah. That's a good game. Purdue, listen. Purdue's won four or five. Yeah. He's a good coach, Matt Painter. He's a good coach. 
But, you know, college basketball, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they continue playing. North Carolina still can't get on a roll. They lose to Florida State. Duke can't get on a roll. They lose to Vodtech. Yeah, but losing to Florida State, they're good. Florida okay. State, yeah. I think they're Scotty good. Scotty Barnes, good player. Yeah, really Florida good. State, they, they've jumped up in the last in One the last of the things weeks. I'm really noticing is all these girls programs that are shutting down. Like there's now six programs is that, that right? shut down. Yeah. yeah, Virginia, Vanderbilt now. Um, that was It's in today's paper. That's a tough sell. Yeah, they say there's uh, Virginia, SMU. Uh, now due to COVID? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yes. Yes. We'll see what happens. Six women and a bunch of them have been on delay, including UConn. UConn, you I know, know that, yeah. And Stanford, who was one, got beat by Colorado. And you know, uh, Conor McGregor fights this week. Yeah. Anybody going to watch that? you have any interest in it? No. No? Uh, not one bit. I do a little bit. Yeah, a little. I'm going to watch it. I, like I, 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 I get up every do. morning and walk like uh, Conor McGregor to the shower. <laughs> Yeah. You know who I can't. You know who I. And there it is. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. who I can't stand. I, I can't stand. I, I I love Patrick Mahomes. Love watching him play. This girlfriend he has has to go. Oh, you saw that video of the screaming. She's just like she looks like she just rolled out of a out of a double wide and just starts. Yeah, she's a little over the top. So does he though. Looked like he rolled out of a yeah. double wide. Yeah, but you know what? I don't even find her that. You think she's? Cute? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. She's attractive. She's a, and she's been with them forever, right? That's I've like their whole, that's yeah, whole story. Yeah, you got to give them at least credit. It's high school or something. They yeah. stuck together. And, yeah, I've seen better. I saw it. The, I don't know if it's I mean, she's better looking than Lupe. Are we, still, are we still on the air or not? Yeah, we're on the air. Oh, yeah. Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, out of the uh, top 25 for the first time since 1961. That's a long time. That's incredible. There's your definition of blue bloods. Ooh. Think about that one. That's before Dan and I were born. And you're right with uh, maybe Roy Williams. I was defending him there. I'm not so sure I can defend he, him. That he's still a great recruiter. Whoever. Why is he, you doing. keep saying that too. Yeah. The guys he's recruiting. I see five star guys. Kate Cunningham lives up to what he's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Everybody who goes to Duke lives up to what they're supposed you know, to be. You, Carolina gets five star guys, and you say, "Where the hell I is this guy at, five I star?" Like, I look at them athletically. I look at them athletically, and I'm thinking, I don't know if they've got if any team's got ten better guys. Than, than they do. You then know, if they do, then he's a terrible coach. Then, then, then the case that is that, that I think the game then, may, then have then passed, may be it. May have passed him by. Now. Yeah, that may be it. And listen, so it's, it's, it's a different way. You know how it is. Out there. Yeah, but if you look, see, the problem is he doesn't wrote. He's got the same guy sitting on his bench that have been there. Man, you let Kareem Walton play a little bit more now. What? Williams, look, Kareem Walton play a little bit more. Kareem Walton. I'm talking team. about his coaches. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rotating, okay. rotating his coaches in and out a little bit. I think those guys yeah. are all waiting for who's yeah, going to get the Carolina but then, job. This tells you they're not getting jobs, so that's telling you something. Unless North Carolina is paying them so much to keep them there. Well, speaking of which, understand. speaking of which, did you see that it's going to take eight million dollars, eighteen million dollars, to buy out the Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Not the head coach, the the coaching staff at Tennessee, where Pruitt got fired, yeah. University of Tennessee. Yeah. 18, 18 million to buy out the rest of the staff. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's amazing. These yeah, they had a good deal. Money yeah. hand over fist. They had a yeah. good deal. And now they're trying to get him on the recruiting violations because yeah. what they owe him, like 20 or something? We are, when, when, when we get back, Dick, you have a three game lead with the conference championship and the Super Bowl to be played. You can clinch your, 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 you have clinched a tie. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Okay. Super Bowl picks. 
uh, uh, conference championship picks and the and and Super Bowl. Since we're all going to be in Tampa for the game, we'll have to do it now, I guess. But well, not uh, picking the Super Bowl now. Nah, we won't. Oh, okay, because we don't even know who's in it. Oh, I do. Okay. Now, you have a three-game lead with three games to play. And you play. know who's in the Super Bowl. Okay. And uh, this is where I shine. I have to come back and okay. force a push. All the money will come down to the Pro Bowl. Okay. And, you know, being played. Right. This is for $100. Um, the Bucks play the Packers. And as much as I – you know what? I spent my entire life rooting against Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I'm going to root for him. Unfortunately, I think – being in Green, Aaron Rodgers is at a different level. As impressive as it is that Tom Brady has gotten to his 14th championship game, I don't think the Saints were at full strength last week because I just don't see Drew Brees. I didn't see Drew Brees playing well at all. I think what you talked about, the Cook fumble, turned that game around. Tampa didn't – Green Bay was very, very impressive. Tampa wasn't all that impressive in their win. I like the fact the game is at Lambeau. I'm taking the Packers minus three, and I think they win by more than that, obviously. I like Green Bay to advance to the Super Bowl. And you gotta, what is it? You gotta crawl before you can walk, and you gotta walk before you can run. Josh Allen took a huge step. The Buffalo Bills took a huge step. But I think this Pixie Dust season comes to an end. I think Mahomes plays. I'll take a Ho ho ho. You get one. You got No, I'm going. I'm Making all my picks right now. Yeah, but if I pick one team the same, you yeah, lose. Then I lose. Yeah, 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 no, but it is what you're, it not is. All, you're not getting all of it here. No, I'm no. giving you my two, and then you, you can piggyback off me and win it. It's fine. I'm listen taking to, it. Listen to this shit. I, yeah, I, 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 I thought he was going to pick you pick first. No, I, I gave him the advantage for him to pick first. No, no the advantage, if I pick them all, you're the advantage. You could just you, you, you know just what I have. Same as him, and you, you know what I have. I'm I'm losing. The advantage is to you. It's add in. Oh, you're that shit in my face. It, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. I thought you would definitely. No, pick, pick no. First. I'm going to be fair about it. Down I'm going to be fair about it. I think you're seeing a repeat of Super Bowl one. I think it's Green Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Whether Mahomes plays or not, I like the Chiefs to beat the Bills. I think the Pixie Dust season the comes to an end. Uh, in my heart, I'm going to be rooting for the Bills. Green Bay minus three, Kansas City minus three. Those are your picks from Darren. Dick, well, go ahead. The, the, anyway, I will. I'll uh, go the other way with. I'll take the Bucks. I'll take the Bucks getting three. Uh, but I like Kansas City. That's fine. Yeah, yeah but I, but the, fair. I like pick it. who you like. I like Kansas City. There you go. I like Kansas City. There you go. There's the picks, Thomas. Tom, well, by the I, way, these guys went four and zero last week. I, I okay. gave you. I gave you mine. I, I like the uh, the Bucks, only because I just think Tom Brady is riding that destiny, and I like the Bills because I do not think that Patrick Mahomes will be hundred percent, and uh, without him, hundred percent, I'm not sold on Chad heading at quarterback. So I'll take the Bills plus the three. And the Bucks plus the three. I'm going to go with uh, the, the Chiefs minus three for sure. I was I was I know we were talking before. I was feeling the same way. I don't know though. I think they got a lot of weapons there. We got to see what happens. But I'm going to go Chiefs minus three, and I'm going to have to stick with Tom Brady because I know it would bring a lot of people misery to see him win again. So I'm going to go with the Bucks plus three. I'll tell you one last thing before we go. Andy Reid is getting um, so. Um, 
uh, so many accolades, gutsy, and this yeah, for that yeah. that fourth down yeah. play. It was the right move. If the play fails, if the play fails, you don't blame Reed. You know they would blame Reed for being too aggressive. It's amazing. You've coached a million times, million games. You're either gutsy or an idiot. There's there's no in between. But I thought the play was the right play, the pass. I mean, it was a great call. You knew they were going to come hard. You knew there was. If, if you're going to take a chance, that's the spot. Yeah, but it. the choice of the play was brilliant. He was so far, he was so open that it was, uh, there was not a chance that play. He knew was they were going to be ultra yeah. aggressive. Yeah, that was. Uh, I thought. I thought that was really good coaching on on his part. And and, yeah. and you know what? You, you're, yeah. you're, the super, you're defending Super Bowl yeah. champs. Yeah. Do I want to punt the ball away and and take yeah. the chance yeah. that they come out and go down the yeah. field and maybe a fluke play or two yeah. and beat me that way? The way Baker Mayfield was playing. Yeah. I don't want to put it. No. I'm going to take the chance, end it right there. He did what he had to do. I thought it was a great call. It was, yes. it was the same way with Brady the other day. They they punted and they never got the ball back. Right. They never got the ball. Back. Have a happy, have a healthy, have a great week. The inaugurations tomorrow. Hopefully yes. that goes on without any problems. Without any problems. And we will be back next week for the Super Bowl right. show.